Welcome to the Mastivize Fast Five MedTech News Podcast, the show that keeps you up to date on the latest breakthroughs in medical technology with the top five news stories to get your day started. I'm your host, Daniel Kirsch, and today I have Sean Hooley with me. Today we have a host of news to go over. There seems to be a mix of good and bad. So how are you doing today, Sean? I'm doing well. It's definitely an interesting mix. We've got some cardiovascular health management news from Adana Medical and Accurcardia. Stryker launched a cranial guidance software system. Tandem Diabetes Care picked up an FDA clearance. And we've got a serious recall from J&J's Ethicon. So yeah, quite the mix. Let's just get it started then. What's the first thing that we should know for today? First thing is that Adana Medical, a Shifa Med portfolio company, unveiled its next generation heart failure management platform. And what is that platform? So the platform is altogether features an adjustable interatrial shunt with integrated biatrial pressure monitoring. The shunt flow channel offers an adaptable geometry capable of growing larger or minimizing at any time post-implant to help optimize shunting flow or dose for patient needs at the time of the initial procedure. And it adjusts as the patient's condition evolves over time. Interesting. You briefly touched on this, but how does it work? So integrated sensors are included in the platform that capture pressure readings from both the left and right atria multiple times per day. The sensors don't require patient interaction and daily readings from those sensors help give physicians a more complete understanding of hemodynamic status in the patient and augment shunt therapy by enabling a more informed pharmaceutical management. It seems like this system is aimed at enhancing patient care and remote monitoring capabilities with personalized treatment approaches. And it sounds like something that executives are excited about. Absolutely. Co-founder and CEO Brian Fahey said that the company's committed to providing heart failure patients and physicians with technologies that address the shortcomings of currently available solutions. He said that you'd struggle to find a physician comfortable with deciding on a fixed dose of medication for a patient never being able to alter it in the future or monitor its effects, but this is comparable to the use case for interatrial shunts currently under clinical investigation. So Adana believes that patient care can be pushed forward by a customizable and adjustable shunting approach combined with an advanced hemodynamic monitoring solution. And what's the next bit of news that you have for us today? Next bit of news is that the FDA cleared Tandem Diabetes Care's MOBI Durable Automated insulin pump. Hot on the heels of a lot of big news out of ADA a couple weeks ago, this is a really huge breakthrough in the insulin pump space. So what is Moby? Well, Tandem says Moby, which is a fully controllable insulin pump from a mobile app, is the world's smallest durable automated insulin delivery system. It's a miniature discrete insulin pump that features 200 unit insulin cartridges and an on-pump button to provide an alternative to phone control for insulin boluses. It's also got detachable infusion sets, and Tandem's control IQ technology, which is the algorithm behind all of its automated insulin delivery tech. So this clearance demonstrates Tandem Diabetes' commitment to developing these kind of innovative solutions to simplify diabetes management. But how does it differ from some of Tandem's other devices? Well, it comes in at less than half the size of the existing tandem pump system that's known for automated insulin delivery, the T-Slim X2 pump that also uses control IQ technology. According to the company, it can fit in a coin pocket, clip onto clothing, or go onto the body with an adhesive sleeve. So multiple options, obviously much smaller, more discreet. Seems like it's quite the upgrade despite being half the size. Definitely. And who are some of its competitors that are already on the market? Well, you've got Insulet, which has the Omnipod 5 and the recently FDA-cleared Omnipod Go long-acting insulin delivery device. Both of those are patch-based pumps. Medtronic's got the Minimed 780G pump, which is, I guess, similar to the Tandem offering in terms of how they work. 
while it also acquired the EO flow patch pump technology. So that's another sort of space to watch in insulin delivery. Another recent addition to the mix was the beta bionics, Islet bionic pancreas, which the FDA cleared in May. So now Tandem will hope to stack up the new Moby pump against these with a limited launch at the end of this year, followed by a full launch next year. What other news do you have for us? Stryker launched its Q guidance with cranial guidance software. So the company's on quite a roll with some of its surgical guidance offerings now. So what is that system designed for? So Stryker designed the Q guidance system with cranial software as an image-based planning and intraoperative platform. It provides assistance in instrument positioning, patient anatomy identification during cranial surgery. Uses include craniotomies, skull base, and transphenoidal procedures, plus shunt placements and biopsies. And what is some of the technology that goes into the system? Well, features include Stryker's proprietary new fourth-generation FP8000 camera, a dual PC system, diffusion tensor imaging, and tractography, a precision targeting system, and electromagnetic catheter placement capabilities that enable pinless shunt procedures. So a lot of components that make it a really comprehensive system altogether. So as you mentioned, this launch comes on the heels of its launch last week of its fully autonomous guidance system. And it's kind of showing Stryker's dedication to developing integrated solutions that enable surgeons to optimize these surgical outcomes. So what are executives saying? Definitely. Yeah, it's it's pretty impressive to have these guidance systems launched within just days of one another. But Stryker's Spine Division President Robbie Robinson said that with cranial guidance software powered by Q guidance, neurosurgeons have more surgical planning and guidance capabilities than ever before with a special focus on biopsies and shunt placements. Technology has the potential to become the standard of care and a possible means to increase accuracy and efficiency in the operating room. And it looks like we have some more heart health management news. We do. The FDA cleared ECG interpretation software from Accurcardia. Could be a really valuable tool in understanding and making use of heart monitoring data. And what are the features and benefits of that analysis system? It's a device agnostic, fully automated platform that offers a wide range of benefits, including beat-by-beat analysis, ventricular and supraventricular ectopic beat detection and heart rate measurement, It's got automated interpretation of 13 different heart rhythms, including sinus tachycardia, sinus bradycardia, AFib, and atrial flutter. It's also got customizable outputs and configurations, seamless integrations with established clinical workflows, and the company's cloud-based software-as-a-service model assists cardiac monitoring companies with an offering capable of improving service and response time. Interesting. And which devices is it compatible with? Accurcardia says that the Accure ECG platform provides lead to analysis of data obtained from compatible devices, including Holter monitors, event recorders, or cardiac telemetry devices. The fully automated output improves clinicians' review efficiencies and enables the prompt treatment of patients, delivering results in just minutes, according to the company. And what clinical data supports the performance of this system in detecting arrhythmias? The company said that it has clinical data demonstrating an average aggregate sensitivity and specificity of approximately 96% and 99% respectively, detecting arrhythmias across its covered 13 heart rhythms. And what's the last bit of news that you have for us today? The last news is that J&J's Ethicon has a serious Megadyne electrode recall due to potential burns in electrosurgery. So company says this is not a product removal and its use can be continued, but it's definitely a vital warning for a potentially serious issue. So you mentioned potential burns, but why did the company issue the recall? What what other reasoning did it give? 
So these electrodes that are used during electrosurgery procedures, you know, where electric current heats or cuts tissue or stops bleeding, the, the electrode pad contacts the skin during use and conducts the current from the patient's tissue back to the generator to reduce the risk of excessive heating. But Megadyne recalled the devices after receiving reports of patients receiving burn injuries from use in both pediatric and adult patients. The burns may register as serious as third-degree burns requiring medical intervention and could also lead to a longer hospital stay, scarring, and potentially more surgeries, according to the FDA. And what devices are involved in this recall and how many of them are included? So the recall includes a number of Megadyne Mega Soft electrodes and the Mega 2000 patient return electrode. These were acquired by Ethicon in 2017 after several years of collaboration between two companies, Ethicon and Megadyne. According to the FDA, the recall affects 21,200 devices in the U.S. distributed between March 11th, 2021 and May 9th of this year before the company initiated the recall on June 1st. Have there been any reports of injury so far with the use of the devices? To date, the company's reported 63 injuries, but no deaths related to the issue so far. Well, that's all the news that we have for today. Thanks again for coming on, giving us your insights. We had a lot of interesting news today. Definitely. As always, read more on the Mass Device website. Check out the show notes at massdevice.com slash podcast. Connect with us online. I'm on LinkedIn at Danielle Kirsch, K-I-R-S-H. And I'm on Twitter at Danielle underscore Kirsch. Where can our listeners find you, Sean? You can find me on LinkedIn, Sean, S-E-A-N, Hooley, W-H-O-O-L-E-Y. Subscribe to the Mass Device Fast Five wherever you listen to podcasts and share this episode. Join us tomorrow for your daily MedTech News Roundup. Thank you for listening. Thank you.